Greetings, everyone. This is Julio again, your host for my God in You podcast and YouTube channel. I want to begin this episode by asking you a few questions. Have you ever seen someone impersonate someone else? Or have you ever impersonated someone else? Or have you seen someone perhaps impersonating you? Sometimes these impersonations can be quite humorous. But truth be told, we see impersonations all the time through movies that we watch. Actors and actresses impersonate other characters based on the details of a script. Some people actually make a living impersonating others. To impersonate someone, you must study the character, the mannerisms, and the voice of the person you are impersonating. And ultimately, within your mind, you have to see yourself acting, or in other words, impersonating that individual. I'm here to share with you whom I consider to be one of the greatest impersonators that I have ever experienced in my personal life, and that is Jesus. Jesus was a father impersonator. For those of you who have read my books and have seen some of the knowledge that I've shared and some of the posts through my Facebook posts and all that, you know, I'm always talking about this whole concept about Jesus being a father impersonator. And the reason why I'm saying that is because of key portions of Scripture that we find within the Bible that reveal this reality. For example, in John chapter 5, verse 19, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Some of your translations will say, and the son does likewise. In John chapter 5, verse 30, he says it again, I can do nothing of myself. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. In John chapter 8, verse 28, again, he says, I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. And then in John chapter 12, verses 49 and 50, he says it again. Jesus says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command what I should say and what I should speak. And I know this command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me so, I speak. And then in John chapter 14, verses 9 and 10, Jesus was having a conversation with Philip, one of his disciples. And Philip said, show us the Father, and if you do so, it'll suffice us. In other words, we will be satisfied if you show us the Father. This is what Jesus said to him, and he says this to us as well today. Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me, he does the works. Now, most 
people tend to only focus on Jesus's ministry, his miracles, and the death on the cross, but there were other important purposes to his life. For example, as a child, he learned to seek knowledge from God within his own mind. His prayer sessions were educational experiences. He followed the teachings according to the book that God had written for his life. He was also very proficient in spirit, all the spiritual gifts mentioned in the Bible, including the fivefold ministry gifts mentioned in Ephesians chapter 4. But at the foundation, or in other words, basically, Jesus was a father impersonator. And we too have the ability to follow in these same footsteps. During my research and writing of my books, primarily when I was writing the mystery of prayer revealed and the mystery of the kingdom of God revealed, I took a deep dive into Jesus's prayer life. And for those of you, of course, that have read my book, The Mystery of Prayer Revealed, that's the foundation of that book where, where I studied Jesus's prayer life to find out how was it that he was able to effectively not just hear God, but learn from God pertaining to every area of his life. And it was through my studies and educational experiences with God that God revealed to me two fundamental truths about Jesus that apply to all human beings that enable him to emulate God in these ways and that also enables us to experience the same. First, like Jesus's mind. God designed the human mind to experience him as an encouraging, guiding, and teaching spirit. And second, this has to be experienced through what the Bible refers to as discernment. Now, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 16, and Hebrews chapter 5, verses 11 through 14, and other scriptural references that we're going to explore in the near future, authentic and accurate spiritual discernment and maturity are experienced from a God-like mentality. And the reason why this is important is because of what Psalms 82 and 6 teaches us. And this is God speaking through the prophet Isaiah. He inspired him to write these words. I said, you are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Let me repeat that. Remember, this is quoting God. He says, I said, you are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Now, most Christians or believers often accept being God's children, but they struggle to see themselves as gods and even less to think like one. And it's important to be mindful, and we're gonna explore this here in the upcoming episodes, that your spirit is what makes you God-like. And remember, for those of you who have read my books and for those of you who have seen my other teachings, since you possess the spirit of God, that's what makes you God-like. Your God nature is what makes you God-like. In other words, this is what makes you created in the image and likeness of God as the book of Genesis reveals to us. Now, gods, now when I say gods, I'm talking about lowercase g, all have bigger case g, God within them. This reality is behind the concept of my logo 
design that you'll see on my podcast on YouTube channel. In other words, you as a spirit, small s, have big S. In other words, the spirit, capital S, the spirit of God within you. Now concerning discernment, Discernment involves listening and learning from God within your own mind. In the upcoming episodes, I'm going to share some knowledge from my former episodes, as well as some of the writings from my books, as well as new and fresh revelatory insights that I have yet to share for the purpose of taking a deeper look into discernment experience from a God-like mentality, just like Jesus experienced it as a human being for the primary purpose of impersonating God according to his will for every area of our lives, just like Jesus experienced it as a human being. In the next episode, I'm gonna share with you some of the characteristics of discernment that scripturally prove that we are wired or designed and created to experience what I'm sharing with you in this brief episode. So if you haven't done so already, I highly encourage you to subscribe to the website, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already, and to make sure that you hit that notification button so that you won't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And the reason why you want to make sure that you hit that notification button or subscribe to my website is because you want to be notified concerning an all new 2.0 version of a teach the teacher meditation slash prayer course where I'm going to be sharing with you just content and practical steps on how you can teach and train your mind to discern not just the voice of God but also to use that discernment activity within your mind to actually learn from God just like Jesus experienced as a human being. So until the next episode, stay encouraged and stay blessed. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.